Welcome back to Reading with Ravi. It's great to be recording another of these podcasts about some fantastic books that I think you're going to enjoy. This week's title is called Clap When You Land uh, and it's by Elizabeth Acevedo. Uh, She's a former winner of the Carnegie Medal, which is the world's most prestigious prize for fiction written for young people. Uh, And she's also written a wonderful story called The Poet X, which I really enjoyed. It's about a Dominican-American teen finding her identity. So when I heard that she'd written Clap When You Land, I was really keen to read it. It's a verse novel. It doesn't mean that it rhymes, though it does look like a poem on the page, but it does mean that it's a super quick read and she uses her language to get to the point of what she needs to say as quickly as possible. So this book has a split narrative. So that's to say two different characters tell the story, which is great because it gives you a different viewpoint in each chapter. Yahara lives a comfortable life in Brooklyn. She enjoys a happy relationship with her girlfriend and she's basically got everything she needs in her life. Camino, on the other hand, lives in the Dominican Republic. She's got big dreams of becoming a doctor, making something good with her life, but she's feeling increasingly in danger from a local criminal, not to mention from all the poverty she sees around her. These two young women are brought together by a tragic plane crash, which reveals secrets about both their lives and brings them together for the first time. I really love the Caribbean setting of this book and the way that the two girls found common ground despite initial anger and suspicion. There's a really great supporting cast of characters, uh, including Camino's formidable grandmother. She is a healer in her own right and she's inspired uh, Camino to become a doctor. And Yahara's mother, very together woman, a businesswoman, very successful, seems really uptight, but she's got more than a few secrets of her own. When you've heard a little extract from this book, you might want to borrow it. Don't forget, you can email me at rabyate.wickliffmam.co.uk. Drop into the LRC. You might choose this book or another one. You can visit your local public library or buy your own copy from any good bookshop. This extract from Clap on Your Land comes at the beginning of the book. And in this extract, Yahara is speaking. And the smooth pace of her life in New York is about to be disturbed forever. When you learn life-altering news, you're often in the most basic places. I'm at lunch, sitting in the corner with Andrea, or Dre, though I'm the only person who calls her that. She's telling me about the climate change protest while I flip through a magazine. Dre is outlining where she'll be meeting the organisers and the demands they'll be making at City Hall when Miss Santos' crackling voice pushes through the loudspeaker. Yahara Rios, Yahara Rios, please report to the main office. I feel every eye in the cafeteria turn to me. I hand the magazine to Dre, reminding her not to doggy or any of the pages since it belongs to the library. I grab a pass from the teacher on lunch duty, but Mr Henry, the security guard, smiles when I flash it his way. I heard them call you, girl, not like you'd be cutting anyhow. I hold back a sigh. On the chessboard, I used to be known for taking risks, but in real life, I'm predictable. I follow directions when they're given and rarely break the rules. I hang out every Saturday with Dre, watching Netflix or reading fashion blogs, or if she's in charge of her entertainment, watching gardening tutorials on YouTube, which I pretend to understand simply because anything she loves, I love to watch her watch. Teachers' progress reports always have the same comments. Quiet in class shows potential, needs to apply more effort. I am a rule follower, a person whose report card always says meets expectations. I do not exceed them. I do not do poorly. I arrive and mind my business. 
So I have no idea what anyone in the main office could possibly want with me. How could I have guessed the truth of it? Even as teachers in the halls gasped as the news spread, even as the main office was surrounded by parents and guidance counsellors, how could I have known then? There are no rules, no expectations, no rising to the occasion when you learn news like this. There is only falling. I replay that moment again and again, circle it like a plane in a holding pattern, how that morning on the 5th day of June, the worst thing I could imagine was being lectured for my progress report or getting another nudge to return to the chess club. I didn't know then that three hours before, as I'd arrived at school before lunch, or Dre, or the long walk down the school hallway, the door to my old life slammed shut.